welcome back, everybody. This is the JK Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Joey Ortega, joined by Kenneth Weeder. Uh, tonight is our favorite episode. Uh, we have the Thursday night preview, the starts of the week, quid or quo. And yeah, how's it going, well, man? We don't actually have quid or quo tonight. We're, I guess that's uh, true. We're doing the we're ball. We're pushing that till tomorrow. Yeah, we're pushing quid or quo till, till tomorrow. It's just life, life came at us fast yesterday, so we didn't record and... Um, so we'll make it up by having a fantastic show. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, it wasn't even really like that life came at me fast. I just had Astros World Series to watch, and yeah, I have That's no re- why you couldn't record? Yeah, I had no regrets. I'm going to go watch the Astros every single day. We're recording early so that I can still watch the Astros today. Zero regrets. All right. Um, yeah, so today's... October 27th. Let's get it started, man. We'll go right into the Thursday night preview. We got Green Bay versus Arizona. It's a 49.5 point over under with 6.5 points favorite to the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think? How do you, how's that sound? Yeah, I'm going to. I picked the Cardinals in our pick them so far with all the um, injuries. COVID. And, yeah, yeah, COVID ab- absences. Um, I'm actually kind of afraid to start Aaron Rodgers at this point. Oh, no, man. I think you're starting him no matter what. That's just, I mean, I don't know, man. It, don't, I don't think you get cute. Even in this situation when he's had nobody to throw to, he still puts up a stat line. He's Aaron Rodgers. Like, no. Do you, you want to do like a little, uh, not quitter quo, but uh, you want to put a line and over and under for him point points wise? Uh, let's do QB ranking. So, like, top 10 or top 15, I think. Uh, let's say top 12. I for sure think he's a top 12 quarterback this, this week. You don't want to do points? No, because it's, no. Okay. It's just so hard to guarantee I will put points. him outside the top 12 then. Okay. I so wish that... you'd have gone with top 10. But... <laughs> well, I mean, like, I feel 12 is a fair line, right? He's a top, he's a QB1 yeah, in, in fantasy for me. He's a QB1 in fantasy, so you're starting him no matter what. Like, where do you think he finishes then if you're benching him? Where uh, do you... I, I do not want to comment. I just think he'll be <laughs> outside the. Uh... <laughs> All right. The Arizona defense is. They're pretty good, man. No, uh... I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from Arizona. Not one bit. I think you're right. But I just still think he's a top 12 quarterback. I know he's, you know, one of the goats, and I actually had I a debate know, about just... him recently. So uh, it was, I think it was two weeks ago because Kirk Cousins just came off his bye. So yeah, definitely two weeks ago, Juan in one of our other leagues, he was debating me. He's like, "Do I start Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers at this point?" And I laughed at him. I was like, "This is ridiculous, dude! I can't believe you're actually asking that question." And he's like, "Dude, numbers don't lie." And I so I went and looked up all the stats, and I was like, "Dang, Kirk Cousins is really beating Aaron Rodgers in literally every sack, UBR, passing yards, <laughs> touchdowns." I mean, like, it's kind of crazy, but like that, you have to remember week one against the Saints, he didn't do anything. He literally, I think he threw like six passes and like three of them were yard. for interceptions, yeah. you know? Like, so, I mean, you have to kind of take away one entire week from Aaron Rodgers, but still, that well, week. You, you, what you could do is just take away the bye week from uh, Kirk Cousins and still look at it and be like, yeah, yeah. Well, no, either way, that week, like, I've told him, I was like, go a ahead. a whole extra week. I was like, go ahead, start, start Kirk Cousins. I dare you, start Kirk Cousins. He's playing against you know me. What? And he started. How about Aaron... that? We choose. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, he just he uh, Kirk Cousins ended up beating Aaron Rodgers that week. It was a big slap to the face. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not to say anything. I mean, Aaron Rodgers still finished. He, I think he had like twenty five points, and Aaron, and Kirk Cousins ended up having like twenty eight. It was that crazy finish yeah. uh, where he threw a touchdown in the in overtime. In our ten uh, man league, I um, whoever I played last week. I, I flushed that from my memory because I was like third highest scoring team and, and I just got absolutely destroyed. Mm-hmm. He put like 210 on me. Um, he benched Aaron Rodgers. 
and he he got like twenty three points, twenty seven points, something like that. But um, that was Did something I, I was like, oh, I can't believe this guy. Ben- I can't believe he benched Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and then it worked out for him. <laughs> no, uh, no, <laughs> it, it would have been a, just a couple point different. He he would have beaten me by like. 47 if he oh. <laughs> if he did it or something like that instead of just 43 i don't know he whatever he did he uh, he I still rogers just slightly outscored him yeah anyway so the i mean we'll start on the green bay like like i said I, in my opinion aaron Rodgers, you're starting him i don't think it matters i think i i think he starts he's a top 12 quarterback no matter what but uh i guess kenny has something else to say to that i mean if realistically where do you think he finishes then if you're benching him outside the top 15 outside of the top 12 okay but you wouldn't okay I'm trying to figure out who the mm-hmm. other 12 are then. So like he's 13 to you <laughs> or 14? <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting this question. I want to give like accurate info without uh, – I mean, he Aaron Rodgers is the number 10 quarterback on the year, so it's not like – it's not to say it's completely outside of the realm of possibilities that he has, you know, a poor week. Um, you know, he he's averaged about 26 points a week, so that's – I mean – That's a lot. Pretty, pretty solid. <laughs> But he's also played teams like Washington, who went from being the number one defense to the absolute worst. Um, Detroit, he's played. Uh, he played against Pittsburgh when all of their defense was out. Uh, Cincinnati, who has kind of a middle-of-the-line defense, held him to 23 points. Um, and then, yeah, New Orleans, two and a half, where he threw 133 yards and two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, and then I'm sure he probably fumbled. No, no, no fumbles. So, yeah, I mean, I could see him being at, like, 15 this week. Okay. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with what you're saying. I I, I just don't think you bench him. I, I I can't just imagine that there's somebody else on your roster where you're like, yeah, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers, or I'm going to bench Aaron Rodgers for him this week. I mean, there's very few people. Um, but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> very few people I would say that to. So, Aaron Rodgers, I think you're starting him. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones is an automatic start for me, so we don't even need to discuss yeah. him, especially with everybody out. He's just going to be an absolute monster this week. A.J. Dillon, I think, is even – I've been saying I think he's in flex consideration. Um, he hasn't really done a whole lot in the past two weeks that justify that, but even more Bobby so Bobby played week. him against me last week. Thank goodness, because he got like negative .8. Yeah, he fumbled and they didn't use him at all after that. Yeah, thank um, goodness, because I would I, – I want to talk about this real quick. When I, I know we're trying to rush through this one, but – uh. Oh my God! I almost had major grievance because Demario Davis went off mm-hmm. the linebacker that he picked up off waivers. Yeah, and uh, I was like, as long as he doesn't get this, a sack on the last play of the game, I'm going to win. <laughs> and then ended up almost being. Geno Smith drop. Yeah, Geno <laughs> Smith drop back, throws it, and I just see these long dreadlocks coming in <laughs> as he grabs the ball, pulls it to his chest, hits the ground, and it pops loose. So I was like. Oh man, like I gave the biggest sigh of release relief afterwards. <laughs> release. Like, I, I would have put my phone through the through the TV and like, no, we don't have TV anymore in this house. <laughs> that is a sign of the devil. <laughs> uh, this I think that speaks a lot to the IDP leagues. I mean, we've said it at the very beginning of this uh, podcast, yeah. but man, it's just so much fun that you get to watch individual players go out there and make plays, and you get to watch both sides of the ball more so than just like, oh, my defense did good. Oh, they didn't allow this amount of points. No, yeah. when you watch certain guys get tackles, sacks, interceptions, tackles for a loss. I mean, it's just so much fun. But yeah, it, like it that always... game that game was fun for you, I'm, I'm imagining. Uh, I wouldn't call it fun, but <laughs> looking back, maybe. Uh, I, I always It always bothered me that um, like if your quarterback throws a pick six, 
that hurts that team's defense. Yeah, you it know, never makes sense that way. Yeah, I, they but, allowed. Points I mean, even I, though I, they weren't on I the field. Right. Yeah, points allowed or whatever. But right, surely Whack. they could fix that. Whack. Um, all right, so yeah, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Gantling. I think these are the guys that we actually do need to go into detail a little bit about. Just Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, they're out due to COVID. So it's Randall Cobb and MVS, if he ends up starting, uh, that are going to end up running the show. And so I think Randall Cobb has a sneaky start this week. Um, there's no one else that so you is can... MVS, is he off uh, IR? He's, IR? he's designated to return this week. They haven't brought him out of IR yet. They don't have to until 4 p.m. this week, or tomorrow, 4 p.m. tomorrow. So he could play. They've, they've announced in the news that he wants to play, but they don't have they don't have to announce that he, his availability until 4. Okay. But as of right now, if he's not playing, then it's literally just the Randall Cobb show and the Robert Tanyan show with, with Aaron Jones, obviously. I, I like how um, Randall Cobb had kind of like two recumbent years, one with the Cowboys, and then he did really well with the Texans last year. Mm-hmm. And... uh Basically, Aaron Rodgers, we said it earlier, is like top two, top three guy since I've been watching football. Um, eh, you know, there's some discrepancy. Anyways, uh, he was like, I'm not playing unless we get um, Randall, Cobb. Randall Cobb back. And, and McNair's like, what's the least we'll give? What's the least you'll <laughs> give us? And, and we'll take it. <laughs> I really want him to sell this team so bad. We won't go into that, but I want him to sell the Texans so hey. bad. He got in a little bit of trouble for making some snide remarks. I so read about it, man. I'm, maybe we can... <laughs> I went into the Texans can... subreddit. We can go into it just briefly. But I went to the Texans subreddit and everybody said, it doesn't matter your political views or how you feel about what he said. Everybody <laughs> needs to go and make a stink about this because we want him to sell the team. So it doesn't matter what you think. Just throw a fit. <laughs> so <laughs> we want him to get I can groomed. throw a fit with the rest, with the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> we want him to get groomed hard. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on to Robert Tanyan. Uh, I think he's a top 10 this week, but it's really hard to say because the Cardinals, do you remember two years ago, or I think it was two or maybe three years ago that Cardinals were like the number one team you start your tight ends against. It it was the Texans Mm -hmm. of then, you know, like this year, that's Mm -hmm. the Texans. You start your tight ends against them. But this week or this year, it's the exact opposite situation with them. You don't start tight ends, but there's nobody else to throw to. Right. So like you have to figure usage. He ends up putting up points. Let, let me ask you this. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, Robert Tunyon, or the, the Green Bay offense hasn't really changed other than Cobb joining since last year, right? Where Ron, Robert Tunyon was like the number three overall. Yeah. And he's just been bad this year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. You don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe if they're forced to throw to him, things will change, but. I'm still not Apollo. starting him if I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you hear Apollo climbing my steps in the background, trying to get on the couch. My old Tap dog. dancing. My old dog, man. He's just like, he struggles to get up anything anymore. And I feel so bad Aww. for him, but you can always hear him getting on stuff now. Instead of him, Aww. he used to be able to just jump up there. You need to get him a little r- wheelchair ramp. I have a ramp for my bed. I, I mean, just not for the couches. I'm not putting a ramp on every couch. What is this? <laughs> I think this is. Get him a nice dog bed. <laughs> he has them. Anyways. Oh. Uh, I know what you're saying about Robert Tanya. Spank him. He had a he had a great year last year, and now he's just kind of disappeared into irrelevancy. I mean, he did get a touchdown last week. That was good. He's been dropped in almost all leagues. Yeah, he, I mean, I know this week he got added, but I kind of, I don't know. I think he's he's due for a top tight end. I don't know. I, I it's, it's his time. It's just one of those situations. I feel like it's a trap because they are the number one team against stopping the tight end. 
but he has to get targeted. So, I mean, even <laughs> at some point, he has to do something with those targets. I'm, I'm not starting Tunyon if I don't, I don't have to. I don't blame you. So, yeah, that's where we stand. We are ambiguous okay. on Tunyon. <laughs> good no, luck. I'm very clear. I'm not starting him. <laughs> <laughs> I think good luck if you start him. It shouldn't. He's going to get targeted, but who just, I mean, who knows, who's to say what he's going to do with those targets? Yeah. Uh, all right, so on the other side of the ball, Arizona, Kyler Murray, auto start. Not going to really talk about that. I'll, I'll, I'll go one further on Tunyon. I'd rather start Uzuma, Ooh. who's probably available in most leagues. I'd rather start him. I'll take that bet. I'd say Tunyon over Uzuma. You want to do that? Sure. Okay. Writing it down. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are talking before the show is like, um, you've been keeping track of these points for like Twitter quo and starts of the week, all right? And I was like, no, Stephen. Oh man, <laughs> blank stare he at each other. Away. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen was keeping track of who the yeah, <laughs> boys. Yeah, so we uh we do our shot callers and ballers, you know, ballers and shot callers every week, and we both call each other out on our our wins and losses, but we don't know how many we each have, so. <laughs> I- I think I'm winning, and uh, we don't need to look into it. I'm ahead by a lot, and Kenny's behind by a lot. That's as far <laughs> as I know. So, and that's the facts. <laughs> I feel like. So, anyways, back to this game that yeah, we said we were going to be done with in five minutes. <laughs> Kyler Murray, auto start. I don't think there's much to say there. Chase Edmonds and James Conner. This, to me, is the deciding factor of like where this running back situation goes on this team. Would you agree with that? I, I, we have this a, is going to be a big statement game. If if James Conner comes out and has another eleven carries, like right. he's agreed, that's he's what somebody I'm that's probably good to go in your lineup. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody's benching James Conner at this point. He's been putting up a touchdown every single week for the last nineteen weeks, and that's <laughs> <laughs> and we're only into week eight. So, but yeah, I think uh, Chase Edmonds. I personally think Chase Edmonds. This is his statement game. He comes back. He was a hundred percent healthy against Houston. He got the snap count and target share. He got everything last week. I, not by much. I mean, so he had 15 carries to Connor's 10, and he got one pass in the passing game to Connor's zero. So, and Connor did end up getting the red zone target. So, I mean, I kind of think that that's going to end up being the situation in this game. Except, I think 50, Chase Edmonds. I think 60, Chase Edmonds does more with his uh, with his carries. What do you think? I actually did have that question. Yeah, posted Chase this Edmonds week. is between. He he runs between the 20s, um, so it's a little easier for him to get get some room, I guess. But mm-hmm. I. If I had to start one, ooh boy! If I had to choose between them, get ready for my quitter quo. That's um, a good one. That's a good quitter quo yeah. right there. Well, go ahead and answer it. What do you think? Because I think it's Chase Edmonds. Man, it's tough. Yeah, I, I wouldn't make a bet on it. But Green Bay is the thirteenth against just the for argument's sake. Just for argument's sake, I guess I'll go with James Conner. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and write it down, but we're not counting this no. for anything. <laughs> we're not counting it for anything. Chill out. <laughs> I just want to be able to tell you, ha! <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Chase Edmonds, I think he has a great start. I, I mean, I think you're starting either one of these running backs no matter what, right? I mean, you're not benching either of these guys unless you... I mean, I can't imagine you have better options unless you're just on a stacked team. But, yeah. You're starting both these guys. I think they have. they both have a chance at solid games. Connor Edmonds to me is a running back two with running back one potential. Connor is like a flex guy with a running back two potential if he gets into the end zone, which stats say he's gonna. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, and Rondell Moore. Those are the wide receivers. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going into this game questionable, but it's likely that he starred. He's been questionable the past two weeks. We're not really worried about him. He's gonna play. AJ Green took a step back last week against Houston. Uh, you said he got into the end zones. So I didn't. I, 
you can vet that, but I, I, I remember him getting into the end zone, so I guess that's true. Uh, he didn't. He only saw three targets, though, and he was tied with Rondell Moore. Christian Kirk is the one who had five targets in that game. But I think it was kind of the game script. Like it was a AJ, it was a DeAndre Hopkins revenge game against the Texans, so they force fed him the ball, and then they were up really early after that weird five and zero start in the first quarter. Did you know uh, there's an AJ Green that's a quarterback cornerback for uh, the Browns? I did not know that. Yeah, fun fact. There's a TJ Green also. So yeah, but yeah, he he uh, he had eight points. So it was like, oh, no, there's no touchdown. Just three for. Three for three for sixty six. Yeah, so I was gonna say I, I could have sworn he's... I remembered him getting a touchdown. It, it was Maybe really it was called back or something. It was the Hopkins Ertz show, and then they just relied on the run to score the rest yeah, of Ertz, the points. Yeah, Ertz I mean, it, almost got in twice. Yeah, they, when it got called back, I was like, "Yes, he got back <laughs> against my start of the week." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. jerk. Well, you started him in DFS. But look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I think Christian Kirk. He's a wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. I mean. If you're starting, he's been he's, he's been good. He's I was going to say some touchdowns lately, week to week. I mean, he's been a solid. He's been you, if you're starting him week to week, you haven't been upset with him yet. So I think he continues that trend this week. Uh, Rondell Moore needs to be benched at this point. I mean, he hasn't shown you anything, and he would need to show you something consistent before you feel confident doing it. And this isn't the game. I think he does it. You know, boy, they got a good quarterback and a lot of good wide receivers. They have a lot of good. They have just dude. This is a solid all around team defensively, yeah. offensively. They're they're really good. Uh, yeah, they give their off their their defense doesn't have to like wear themselves out mm-hmm. every every drive like they used to. Uh, Zach Ertz, the tight end of this week or not this week, the tight end. Uh, I think that they this is another statement you know option for him this week. We kind of get to figure out what they're going to do with him, uh, and we'll see what they do against Green Bay. I think he ends up being a top ten. Uh, yeah, tight end. I, I'm going to agree with that now. I can't see why they wouldn't go why they would go away from him. I mean, they just. It's not like they spent a lot to get him, but they did go out and get him, and they utilized him heavily last week. I, I think he- that's. I think it's an improve, improvement over um, Max Williams. Max Williams, yeah. The double yeah. double X himself, yeah. I agree. <laughs> uh, the so, yeah. porn star himself. So I think you're starting Zach Ertz no matter what. He's in your roster. Uh, we'll go ahead and just go ahead with the starts of the week. Uh, so I'll kick it off. I have QB Kirk Cousins this week. Cousins just had a bye, and he's coming. He had that much extra time to plan for the Cowboys. We just watched Mac Jones go off against the Cowboys. It was a nail biter. Uh, I think Kirk has better options. It's a better offense that he has to rely on. So uh, yeah, I think he's he's solid for a twenty five points in this week. Oh, I was gonna say no, 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 he didn't. But uh, you're talking about two weeks ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, what do you Ma- mean two weeks ago. Well, last week they played the Jets, and he oh, did yeah, yeah. actually go off. I meant um, when you know because Cowboys just had their bye. That's what I meant. Yeah, it was game. it was a close game. Like uh, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Yeah, he he's looked good this year. So um, they still have a like if you're looking on the ESPN app, they're still in the green whenever your quarterback's playing against them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're just generating turnovers, and you know, so, Kirk Cousins he's always kind of taking care of the ball. To me, I think I had this talk with Javi the other day when we were at the bar watching the games. Cowboys kind of feel like the Kansas City of last year. You can score on them, but they're going to score more against you. Yeah, their defense yeah, is a little bit better than even a little bit better than Kansas City last year. Yeah, I think their defensive line is a little bit better, and that might be the deciding factor. And you know, they have <laughs> Diggs over there just getting a touchdown or two every week, so that's yeah. helpful. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
you can still score on them. I mean, they're just they're allowing a lot of points to the quarterbacks and wide receiver positions. I mean, even the running backs. You know, like the, Damian Harris just had a great week against them. You know, not too long ago, and he just had a solid week against the Jets. Anyways, um, yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is set, uh, set for a good week. What about your quarterback? Uh, yeah, there there's a lot of good matchups here. So um, I, I think the best of which was Daniel Jones. He's cooled off the last three games, and this totally bit me in the ass last week whenever I went with uh, Sam Darnold in my DFS. Like, oh, he's had a couple of bad weeks, but he's going to bounce back. But no, it turned out he was still Sam Darnold. Uh, Daniel Jones is very reminiscent of Sam Darnold, but he rushes. So um, That boy fast. Yeah, he, he's really fast. He's... He'll, he'll fool you. Mm-hmm. So he, he's got a pretty juicy matchup. KC, uh, such a weird situation there. Like their defense just isn't jiving. Their offense has been a little little shaky. It seems like Daniel Jones does well under pressure whenever it's like uh, kind of like a shootout game like we saw against the Washington football team. Which, by the way, it's been a couple years now, guys. Like, let's come up with an actual name for your team. Oh, I think they said that they're rebranding next year. Didn't you? Did, okay. Didn't they pick no, a, I didn't see that. I think they the team a, that plays football in Washington. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's better, but um, but anyways, um, that's that's good. They they need to need to do that. Um, but yeah, Daniel Jones, he's had like a couple of three down down weeks in a row, but this is kind of one that looks like it can be juicy if he gets. Especially if Sterling Shepard is back, do you have you heard anything on on that end? Um, I, I think he, that's kind of the main thing is if if he gets Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard, then Tony, yeah, he's my surefire. Tony is the one Jones. that I think he we're worried about. Shepard, he re-injured his hamstring, so no, I don't know anything about that. But I wouldn't imagine he goes back into the game immediately. Even if he does, I wouldn't imagine he's real productive. You know, he just had a he had a hamstring injury and then he re-injured his hamstring, so it's not like they're gonna rush him back to play yeah man that kind of worries me that he's my start of the week at this point then <laughs> i might have to uh i could i could always pivot this to um jalen hurts because he always gets 25 no matter what no matter how bad he's doing he still gets 25 so can i just do two of them no you get one and i think you're, you're <laughs> picking daniel jones that's who you have in the dock Jeez. okay fine if you want me to go with Daniel Jones, I will. Is it like me and my sleepy logic? I think Matt Ryan's a buy, and then but I would also sell him. <laughs> I but think if Dan- I have him, Daniel Jones is my him. start of the week. But I also hate him. <laughs> well, it it just kind of all came flooding back to me now that we're live on air. Um, <laughs> that there's no wide receivers, and that's probably why Daniel Jones has had three slow weeks in a row. Um. Yeah, give me Jalen Hurts now. No longer Daniel Jones. Oh my goodness! All right, that's fine. <laughs> he's an he's an easy twenty five a week guy. That's so cheap. He he's like the number <laughs> number three quarterback on the year. But fine, he I'll is allow not. It. He is five. Not quite. I think he's like probably eight. <laughs> Anyways, cheap. Oh, he's the number six. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'll go back to my running back. I'm sticking with Damien Harris this week, which feels crazy, but yeah. Uh, he's going up against the Panthers. Uh, I'm sorry, the Chargers, and they are surprisingly enough 28th against the running back position. Uh, he's clearly the lead running back in that. What? Yeah, it surprised the heck out of me too. I went back and looked at it, man. They're allowing a lot of points to the running backs. That's why Denzel Perryman's so good. Is they they can get past the uh, mm-hmm. 
initial defensive line, he just he cleans up the rest. Yeah, I mean, and so they've they're allowing a lot of points to that 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 position, and I think that he just he's coming off of his best game of the season. He should have had five touchdowns. It's so. I mean, like he had a great game. He should have had the best game of the year. You know, what I mean, and that's including Derrick Henry. It would have that's had just five how touchdowns. the Patriots. That's just how the Patriots do it. They're I not going to give it all to one guy. And it's fine. I know they don't want to injure him either. I mean, whatever helps him stay healthy, right? Even though they. But I think him. Damian Harris. He's he's clearly the guy. I mean, he should have another. He should have another good carries and another decent amount of work as far as carries go. And then it's, I think the way that the, the way that the Patriots end up winning this game is that they control the clock. You know, I think they hope to go up early and then just run the clock out against uh, the Chargers because they Chargers they're going to put up points. But you know, I, I think that that's just going to be the game script. And so hopefully Damian keep it Harris, out of their hands if yeah, they can. Hopefully yeah. Damian Harris ends up um, being a big part of that. We kind of watched that with what happened with the Saints. You know, I mean the Saints controlled the clock against the Seahawks that game and. You know, that was a rain game, so it's it's just like those are such toss ups. Sure, sure, but I mean, it's that's just but, kind of the game yeah. script that I see with Damian Harris. I think he's solid at least for fifteen points. He should get into the end zone. Um, the the Mondre... does Kamara does Alvin Kamara look like a bigger man to you now that Latavius Murray's gone? It's like yeah, I can run up the middle. <laughs> no, I think he's just Alvin Kamara, dude. That guy's just as good as they get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. What oh, a and man. I did, I did have an honorable mention. I mean, this isn't—he's not my start of the week, but I had an honorable long shot mention. Kenneth Gainwell. I yeah. Think, I mean, I almost went with him because you went—you went deep with yours. So I was like, man, it's kind of cheating if I go with Damian Harris, but they, you <laughs> well, just picked Jalen Hurts, so I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> well, my—if—if if I can't pick Joe Mixon because they're—they're gonna—he's gonna do awesome, like. If I can pick Joe Mixon, we can stop talking now and just be like, yeah, he, he's my pick. Um, I'm going to go with Zach Moss versus Miami. Okay. Um, as we've said in the past, Miami can't stop a nosebleed. They they kind of stopped the run last week. They didn't – but you can't count the Falcons to just ground and pound uh, anyone like um, – yeah, and I don't think that was the game script for – I don't think that's ever going to be the game script for the Falcons at this point. Mike Davis is not the yeah. guy. Not yeah, that guy. Mike Davis was, was just – pathetic mm-hmm. in fact in fact he he saw a waiver wire this week yeah i mean i, I don't see why not you you yeah. pulled off uh, one of the best trades of the season <laughs> you yeah, sold him yeah. at the right time yeah i know I, I was like if i don't get rid of him now i won't i won't ever get rid of him <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna go with zach moss his, his targets have actually been increasing he, he's had uh four targets the last two weeks um he's he's out out carrying Singletary. I know it's still kind of a time split, but he is starting to take over. He's even, like I said, four targets. That's pretty solid. Um, and we know he, he's used kind of on the goal line. So yep. um, against Miami, I think he has an easy – this will be an easy opportunity for him to get 15. Um, I really wish I could pick Joe Mixon. I'm, I'm almost, like, tempted to say Samaj P. Ryan, but – would you say that I, um, Zach Moss is similar to James Conner? You mean on a high, yeah. high-powered offense, they get into the yeah. end zone a lot. You know, I mean, it's just, they they split carries, but the I think the better running back is actually Moss in this situation when it comes to Singletary. But yeah, so you'd rather have uh, James Conner or Zach Moss? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Oh, maybe we can do quitter quo and just. I know, right? Two. This is just how we do it. This <laughs> is our new quitter quo segment. Man, that's a really good question. Rest of season, who am I taking? I would need to look at the matchups, like uh, you know what their schedule is looking like for the rest of the season. But just off the top of my head, quick gut I, reaction. I know what I, division Buffalo's in. That makes me lean towards Zach Moss. I think I would 
Ugh, it's so gross. I want to say Connor. No, I'm going to go with Moss as well. I think I would rather own Moss. I just like Buffalo's offense and, you know, their ability to control the game. And they're, they're just, they're better. They're just, it's, God, that's so crazy to say that's not true. They're not better. Arizona Connor, <laughs> Cardinals are undefeated. Man, yeah. I just don't like Connor. Maybe that's what it is. I just have this, I don't like Connor. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think like the for me, Bell, so. I think the difference for me is that Edmonds is a good running back, whereas I think Singletary is a bad running back. So I think Zach Moss is he's just better. If if Zach Moss were a little bit better, he could take he could take that job. So maybe that means James Conner isn't is a little bit better talent. If if, if James Conner was on that team, I feel like it would be like a seventy percent split. Well, we've seen James Conner when he had the leading role in, in Pittsburgh. You know, I mean, he, he was, was great. He was fine in fantasy. He was yeah. great. Well, last year he wasn't so great. Great, right. but. But he was injured. I don't know. He? Pittsburgh's been they have a they have a really good coach, and I think that helps. Um, they have a really good front office that just helps that team. And so, did we both take Moss on that one? Yeah. Okay. So can't compete on that one. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So, did you have anything else to say about? No. Okay. We'll move on to the wide receiver. I went with Devonte Smith as my start of the week this week, and I know we've been. I feel like I've been talking about him a lot <laughs> lately, but I actually saw his name as I was scrolling through the options. And I think this is a week where he does it, man. He's he's averaging seven to eight targets. I mean, that's anywhere between, I think his lowest was six and his highest was 10. So he's he's getting the target share. He's His best games in the season have come against cra- really crappy defenses. This week he's going against Detroit. There should be a lot of points, and we already know that uh, Jalen Hurts is now your start of the week at QB. So I think there's going to be a lot of points <laughs> to be put up. Um, yeah, I think Devontae Smith gets, his, gets in the end zone, and I don't think it's hard to say he ends up with 15 points this week. Gosh dang it, I wanted Jalen Hurts to take a step forward this year and just be accurate. If he was accurate, Devonta Smith would be one of those, like, he, he would be my keeper. He still might be my keeper. Is like between him, Deontay Johnson, and now Kadarius Toney. And I, obviously we need to see a little bit more of Toney before I'm willing to, to keep him. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's he's got it, man. Um, but I... I so want Devonta Smith to be a thing. That was one of those things I was watching all of his targets all year long. Like, okay, he just, you know, he's had like one, one good game. His targets are there. He's open. His quarterback just can't hit him. I, I, I I like him this week. I mean, I understand exactly what you're saying. I like him too. Yeah. I I love the guy. I love, I love the wide receiver. I just don't like that. He's on the The Eagles team that he's on. Yeah. Yeah. My, my wide receiver, I went with uh, Pittman again. He, he was my my uh, pick last week, and he, he put up 19 and a half. But, but he did it on four catches. I know they were playing in the rain. Um, he's been so good this season, just quietly over there killing it. He's been really good this season. Mm-hmm. And he's playing um, a divisional matchup against Tennessee. Um, that I, I was actually looking at Carson Wentz. Um, as one of my starts, as my start of the week at quarterback. So, if if you don't want me to pick uh, Jalen Jalen Hurts, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually okay with going with with Wentz. But I was. Do you want me to go I, back there and uh, beat your child for you? Oh, uh, he's crying because he got hurt. <laughs> oh, he may have gotten spanked. Actually, that would be awesome. <laughs> Someone else is laying down the law. <laughs> poor kid. Yeah, so poor a- actually, take a little pause. We had an award ceremony at, at his kindergarten class, and he got the most awards. 
surprised the heck out of me when he got the PE award. And he also got like the award from the music teacher. And they only picked one boy and one girl. That's awesome, um, man. For each of those. Yeah, he got Yeah. And uh um, Congrats. You know, I, I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure he's the smartest kid in, in class. Like he could he could probably jump right into second grade. The apple just, fell far from the tree with that one, huh? <laughs> I I was really smart in elementary school. I just quit trying. I just quit I just quit taking drugs when I got into college. <laughs> quit taking Adderall and you know those anyways, but congratulations, little boy. I love you. Yeah. Um yeah, so he, he's a good anyways kid. anyways, Michael Pittman. All right, cool. Moving on to the tight end position, I have I started Tyler Conklin, man. I went deep with this one. So again, I saw your your Zach Moss start, and I was like, man, he went he went deep into these, and now you're just changing everything on me on the fly. But <laughs> I actually do believe in Conklin. So for the same reasons that I'm going with Kirk Cousins as my start of the week, I think it's going to be a shootout in Dallas. Uh, Conklin is sneaky to get into the end zone, and Dallas is I think it's 26 against the tight end position. They're they're really bad against the tight end position. Um, and so, like I said, if it's going to be a, snoot, a shootout, I think that he's solid to put up at least. I- yeah, you know, twelve and a half if is you're, probably. If you're a, going deep, if you're going deep, like uh, I have in, in, any Mark Andrews owners right now are, are probably looking for tight ends, and I kind of wish I wouldn't have spent any fab on Jared Cook, but uh, hey, Tyler Conklin, that that you might be onto something there. Uh, um, I think uh, he has a solid week this week. Um, you know, and I wouldn't, I don't know how I feel about him rest of season, but this week I, I like him to be my start of the week. Okay, fair. Fair. Are, are you putting the line at 15? Just like 12 and a half is our tight end line. Is it? Okay. TJ Hawkinson will blow that out of the water then. Uh, yeah. You're going with the top five finally. tight end. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know. But have you seen, like, lately he's just been underwhelming. He hasn't done anything since week two to make you be like, oh, I'm yes, I knew it. I knew it. He was good. He was worth that, you know, early round pick. And uh, this is their first, <laughs> you know, Decent matchup. Long, deep sigh. <laughs> That's right. They're playing Philly, who, like, I don't know. For some reason, I thought their defense was okay, and I guess they're just not. Um, they're very meh. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually very bad, fantasy-wise. Yeah, yeah so. very meh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel confident in starting them as a DES or DST, I mean. Yeah, I, I just couldn't find anyone that wasn't even better than Hawkinson. You hear the chickens now? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> um, it's but a yeah, regular zoo over there, Kenneth. It is, man. It's it's wild at the Weeder House. Uh, Get it? So yeah, I mean, as far as the tight ends go, I think there were a few that I was debating between, but it's really hard to to go deep at this position and also try to give good advice. I mean, so I know whenever I was looking at mine, like Zach Ertz was actually another consideration of mine. I like yeah, him this I week. figured you would put Zach Ertz in there. I've gone it back-to-back for two weeks in a row. I couldn't do it again for a third. I thought Dallas Goddard, actually, I, you know, I'm surprised you don't go with him because who your start of the QB week is now. Um, but I also think that Dalton Schultz, he's been putting it up regularly. But all of these guys, I feel he's like... He's top are, three, so... Yeah, I feel like all of these guys are, you know, top at their position. So I went deep. And I went with Conklin. Yeah, you're, yeah, Conklin. If Conklin does anything, even if even if uh, Hawkinson gets 15, I think you you had the the better call there. I think uh, you know as a 
maybe when we do our DST or uh, I'm sorry, our daily fantasy, I'll probably look his way. Uh, Hunter Henry. He's been, you know, picking it up. Man, I almost picked Hunter Henry just because he's a touchdown machine and he has, has been his whole career. Mm -hmm. And I think Hunter Henry has a great matchup this week against the chargers. So if it's not going to be Damien Harris that they control the clock with, it'll be the tight ends. And yeah, I think Henry's he'll, he has a good matchup this week. Yeah. Johnny Smith is back, but Hunter Henry is a, is a touchdown machine, Mm -hmm. a machine programmed to manufacture touchdowns. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll go on to the kickers. And uh, I actually did some research this time, which I feel like is crappy to say. But I went with McPherson, the Cincinnati kicker. Um, he's he's poised. You know, I mean, we've watched Cincinnati and how well their offense has been lately. So I think I like their odds to get into the end zone. And, you know, he has a lot of kicking opportunities, just to say well, that. I, I picked up Joe Burrow on, on a bye week, so... Um... I don't know what that has to do with this, but yeah. Joe Burrow can move the ball at least. So, yeah. um, I, I'm just going to stay with Tyler Bass until he proves me wrong. Cause... The number one kicker? Okay. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I I held him through his bye week. He's the number three kicker. I know. I saw you spent some fab in our big money league to get him from me because I dropped him last week. And yeah. Oh, were you the one that had him? I, I, I was yeah. like, I, I mean, I'm willing to put down ten bucks to get this yeah. guy, <laughs> even that. though I'm like out of money because I had to. You spent I, thirty-five I to get your linebacker back this week, Hendricks. Yeah, did anybody else bid on him? Yeah, it was. You were you were by far ahead by you got you spent the most by a lot. I think it was thirty-five, twenty, and ten. There were two others yeah. that bid on him though. I'm I'm okay with going fifteen over, but I'm out of money now. <laughs> but but I've weathered like all the bye weeks. That, like I should be done with bye weeks at this point. And you so. have a solid roster in that league too. Yeah, except I'm playing against. Have you seen Dylan's team? Dude, it's just putting up points like crazy. It started with me. So, yes, I do remember that. Well, he's 6-1, and one, so if he started with you. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I'm thinking of uh, not Dylan. It was the other guy. He has Dak Prescott, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Gronkowski, and Cooper Cup. <laughs> Blah! <laughs> Yeah. He's flexing Cooper Cup, man. Get this he's, guy out. And then he's got Leonard Fournette on the bench. Antonio Brown on the bench. Dallas Goddard on the bench. Who left this guy in the league? Get him out of here. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, get him out of here this week before he plays me. Yeah, he was he's got a great team. I never I haven't listened to it read out like that. So that's not <laughs> Yeah, that's not great. Not great, Bob. Uh, all right, man. Well let's do our let's do our ballers and shot callers real quick and then we can call it a day. Okay. Here, actually, let me check on time. You know what? Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come right back. Sounds good. i got to say, I like our uh, intro, exit, intro music a lot better than the uh, sad clown music that uh, <laughs> our intern Steven used to pick. <laughs> Welcome back to the JK Fantasy it was saddest it, podcast there is. It's especially whenever we first started, I mean, we would come in with a lot of energy. Not like we're low energy now, other than the other day <laughs> when I was really tired. But it would be hard to like listen to it and be like, <laughs> all right, guys, this is the JK Festival. <laughs> I'm trying to be like Guy Fieri. <laughs> like, <laughs> Welcome back to another exciting whatever the hell I'm eating today. <laughs> all right, man, let's do, let's do ballers and shot callers real quick, and then we can get the he out of he. Okay. Kick it off. Kick it off. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Let me see. I, since I answer yours, you went with Tyler Lockett and Devontae Smith. You know, I like begrudgingly went with Devonta Smith, and he was right. Yay! Tyler yeah. Lockett can't do anything without Russell Wilson. Geno Smith is just bad. He is. He just so, refuses to so, throw to Lockett. Well, there were a couple times he got targeted, but there was one that was actually 100 percent on Lockett. It was a deep pass, and yeah, it went right through his hands. Knocked out of his hands. Yeah, it went I'd, right. I would have also lost if that happened too. Well, it was just that was really bad. I would watch that, but I mean, that was like the only one outside of that. Geno Smith, I mean, if he feels any sort of pressure coming his way, he scrambles out of the way and he just throws that ball away. I mean, and he needs to th- like him and DK Metcalf have it going on, and he like threw to him one time in the first half, eighty-nine yard it. touchdown or whatever it was. And he's like, oh, that that should be good for the rest of the game. You've like, gotten yours now. Let yeah. me, <laughs> I'm done with you. Now let me mess up for the rest of the game. Goodness, that guy. So yeah, t- um, Devonta Smith, Tyler Lockett needs to be benched until further notice. Sure, and until his quarterback comes back. Yep. Uh, all right. And then your next one I had for you was Debo Samuel or Marquise Brown. This was close. I went with Marquise Brown. He scored 16.5 and Debo Samuel went with 17.5. So I guess I take the L there. Yeah. I mean, either way you were happy with the result, but yeah, you picked the wrong one, which is crappy to yeah. say one point. Difference. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're fine either way. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Ertz versus Noah Fant was your third proposal to me and Our starts uh, of the week yeah that was just like i kind of begrudgingly still picked denver to win that one and like i'm i'm all the way out on denver at this point like fant is i and now they get jerry judy back so maybe things change but you know what's funny is chetty bridgewater was going to be my start of the week he yeah was, he's got a good matchup it was so close to him being the start of the week i just couldn't do it but yeah i with, like with I actually, judy back i could see i could see that being like a a uh, glory glory call <laughs> well now that you said it it's gonna happen you know so you're, you're saying you're out on broncos so it's definitely <laughs> gonna be their week so <laughs> i like them this week for sure but yeah uh i ended up taking the dub on that one zach Ertz and noah fan zach Ertz ended up just getting used and we talked about that already suck it <laughs> yeah zach Ertz. like i knew he i thought he was gonna be Good, but I didn't think they were going to use him that much the first game. And that's why. Yep, that's fair. So on yours, you had you asked me, uh, Devontae Booker or to Ernest Johnson? And man, <laughs> could not have been more wrong on this one. Uh, so yeah, Dearness Johnson, we, we saw him. Let me ask you this. Are you going to play Dearness Johnson this week? No. Me neither. Yeah, we, Nick Chubb's coming back. Yeah. Matthew Barry thinks that he's still going to have some run. I think um, he does, but I just don't think he's going to be, you know, what... Uh, I mean, he's not going to get the 20 carries, but even, heck, even if he gets 10 or 11, if he does what he did last time, that's pretty dang good. Yeah. And he played a, a pretty, I don't know, they, they lost their best linebacker on uh, the Broncos, so that I'm sure that had a little bit to do with it, but good grief, the guy did amazing last yeah, week. Yeah, no, Deon, Dernis Johnson was doing well even with Von Miller in there. He was, he was crushing it, so. He was working on a fishing boat last year. Whenever they called him up to play. No kidding. I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. It was like a shrimp boat or something like that. But yeah, so I went with Devontae Booker. I'll take the L on that. And I think the reasoning was there. But yeah, Darren Johnson is just really good. Uh, the next question you asked me was AJ Green or Tim Patrick. And I went with Tim Patrick. And that did not work out well for me. We saw what happened in that game. And Broncos just got annihilated. And AJ Green ended up not doing great, but way better than Patrick. So I'll take another L on that one. And then the last question you asked was Corey Davis or Henry Ruggs. Uh, I leaned Corey Davis, and I think I got that one right. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, I we were supposed to kind of talk about our our starts of the week from last week. Joe Burrow 
Booyah. Oh, yeah. That was a solid start. You picked the number one QB <laughs> of the week. That was awesome. That's right. Um, and then with running backs, I went with Cordero Patterson. If that was too obvious, I went with Dearness Johnson. Booyah again, mm-hmm. right in your face. And uh, Michael Pittman, 19 and a half points. Couldn't, couldn't have done any better. Um, tight ends, I went with Noah Fant. <laughs> couldn't have done any better. And then... Uh, but yeah, I, and then my and then my kicker was uh, Carlson. He had another great game of kicking the football. So, not bad. I will take it. I like your yep. I like your uh, your options a lot. You did really well, especially with the. I mean, I think overall we did really well. As far I, as I love when we get our starts of the week, just like knock them out. Because the week before it was just it was pretty bad. It was a, it was us, a struggle bus for sure, struggle bus. But yeah, we we definitely re- redeemed ourselves this week. Uh, for my starts of the week, I actually had uh, Matt Ryan. I Again, this was really hard to take an L because our, we set the line at 25 points. He got 23.75, and he finished as the number 11, quarter, number 11 quarterback on the week. So he's a quarterback one, but yeah, I didn't. In a top, yeah, in a 12-man league. But. I didn't hit the line, so I'll take my L for Matt Ryan. But he, he you know, he produced. I don't, I still don't think it was wrong to say that. We never set a line at kicker, but I feel like nine. nine is, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm fair. not worried about kickers. <laughs> uh, I know. That's, that's kind of just like our goof. Running back Damian Harris crushed it. He, we saw what he did. He should have had five touchdowns. He only got the two, but still top ten. He, he was, nailed it with that one. Darnell Mooney. Ugh. That guy. He let me down big time. He, there wasn't. I mean, he, he got had to, a grievance aired against him. He he got the targets. He was just awful. Justin Fields is awful. I won't be making that mistake again. I'm just completely out on that offense. Like I said, it was in the beginning of the season. I still am. <laughs> Outside of you know, I think Khalil um, Herbert Herbert Herbay. Why I have problems with Cajun Herbert Herbay? Khalil Herbert, man, that guy is actually really good at running back. And I think I stick to my my side of that argument. You know, Damian Harris versus. Um, Montgomery. Yeah, David Montgomery. When I, I just don't see Montgomery coming back into the offense and being a bell cow again. But we'll see. Um, my tight end start of the week was Zach Ertz. Crushed it. And then uh, Dustin Hopkins. I, I actually did this on purpose, and nobody noticed. So I'm really – it just goes to, you know, bolster my point that kickers don't matter. Dustin Hopkins was on by. <laughs> so, or actually, he was released. He was released as a kicker. What? Mm-hmm. I thought he was pretty good. Nope. He was released. They went with somebody else this week. You didn't do that on purpose. I'm totally owning it. I did it well, then on you, purpose. Then you then you take a loss. That's why. <laughs> At the kicker position, I oh no. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So he hasn't missed a field goal. He's missed two field goals all year. He's a free agent now. Strange. Mm-hmm. I think that'll do it, though, man. We need to be better about taking a record of, you know, uh, of our ballers and shot callers. So I think I'll start doing that. I'll go back through the uh, the docs and look at who we picked, and you can help me because I won't remember who we picked on every situation, so I don't want there to be any discrepancies. But we'll announce, like, where the records are come, starting next week. That way we can just kind of see, you know, who's been I, better. I want to say I'm a little nervous now that uh, um, Herbert's going to have a little bit of extra – extra run once Montgomery comes back, but hmm. we'll see. Hmm. <laughs> Next if, time, I won't say anything. <laughs> if only somebody could have predicted this two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, well. 
All right, man. But yeah, this has been real. We got some uh, Astros baseball. We got to go go Astros, man. We got to get it together. Bats were a little cold last night, and just Altuve, just figure it out. Just not good at home, man. No, Correa. That was everyone. Everyone across the board needs to figure it out. There were five. No, I think it was seven especially. hits. I think it was seven hits to their like twenty. We need to that they can't continue like that. So yeah, Astros need to get together. We uh, go Stros. Go Stros. All right, guys. It's been real. You'll have a good one. Bye. All right. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,